Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. We want to take a minute and give credit to one of our sponsors of the show, Her2 Beauty Bar. They specialize in all-natural skincare, all-natural ingredients, which includes sensual body butters, cleansing soap milk, exfoliating sugar scrubs, facial aloe skin products, and argan hair care. Go to MySkinCareNatural.com to shop for your natural skincare needs. Now, back to the show. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's been a crazy weekend to start off, but other than that, I'm doing good. All righty. So welcome, you guys, to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where we recap the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. And this week is March 1st through March 5th. And so um, it's pretty interesting. I'm liking um, some of the storylines on The Young and the Restless and Bold and the Beautiful kind of slowed down a little bit for me this week. What do you think? Um, I, I wouldn't say it slowed down. Maybe just because we're so used to that kind of intense storyline between the quadruple film or however you want to call it, Stephanie. Mm-hmm. But it was pretty interesting for you. Yeah. Okay. A little bit. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I definitely needed a break from the Liam, the Liam Hope and Steffi Finn thing, but we still got a little bit of uh, Finn on, on, on canvas this week, but it was for a different reason. So, Mm -hmm. or I won't say different, but extended reason. Yep. All right, so um, on uh, Young and the Restless, we have, I would say, probably three storylines. So we have the storyline with Kyle, Summer, and this whole thing with Ashlyn Locke. Mm-hmm. Then we also have Ashlyn Locke's story in a different way with regards to Adam and... Victor, uh, 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 Victor and Victoria, and then also Lily and Billy as part of that thing. So that's a different thing. Um, what else do we have? We still got Chelsea this week, mm-hmm. and a lot of Sally. A lot of Sally, yes, because she's part of that other part of Ashlyn Locke with Kyle. Right. And yeah. So and then there's the little in situations with her and Jack too. Yep. So where do you want to start off at? Because there's a lot of nuances that we can really choose from from you know, from this week. So where do you wanna go? Do you wanna start with um uh, Abby and Devon and all them? Because that okay. they, I That's think fine. they were only like what a, a day and a half. A day, yeah, like I think that. it was on Monday. Yeah. Okay, so with what happened with this situation, um, which 
it was one interesting thing in that that I was like, this is about to go bad. And the reason that I say that, but they changed their minds. So I'm glad that they did this when Abby wanted to move Tessa and Mariah into the house. Mm -hmm. What did you think about that? Did you think that, hey, that would have been a good idea? Or do you think that was would have been destined to fail if they had proceeded with that? Um, I think it would have it would have failed just because we know how controlling Abby can be. Yep. And I can imagine that she would be all up Mariah's butt making sure <laughs> you know every little move Mariah made you sure you should be doing that or you sure you should be eating that or I don't know if that's healthy for the baby or you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. every little thing Mariah did I could see Abby like questioning it and you know, just just being a little a little bit of a um, uh, hovering, like hovering. Yeah, over. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that probably would not have been a good idea. But so did they completely drop it, or did she just? Yeah, because Nina was the one that threw, you know, threw the kibosh on that by saying, you know what, I think that's a terrible idea. I don't. She said, I don't mean to, you know, be a buzzkill or whatever the term that she used. Mm-hmm. But she was like, I don't think that'll be a good idea. Okay. And, you know, Abby was looking crazy. And then by the time they got through, Jill was on her tablet. And Jill said that would have been a terrible idea. Yeah. I remember seeing that, but I just didn't know if that the, was that like the absolute end of it for Abby or was she still, you know, I mean, because we didn't get anyway. Yeah, we didn't get much of it this week. Like I said, I think it was on Monday. And so. After I heard that, where, you know, Jill and both Nina and the reason that they said that they did, you know, that it wouldn't be a good idea, because what if she lose, you know, that the pregnancy didn't work or she lost the the baby or miscarried, you have to see her walk out the door to be so many emotions. And so I I thought I remember Abby saying, you know what, maybe not. Um, Yeah, but that's what we got left at. So because we didn't see any more of it this week, you know, after that point. Yeah. I, that part of it. So the, the reason that they gave, you know, you know, she loses a baby and then what's next, she just moves out. I thought that would have, that would be the least of why that was a bad idea in my opinion, because if she loses the baby, regardless of if she's staying there or not, the emotions are going to be, it'd be the same. Going to be the same. They're going to be, you know, it'll be heartbreaking. Yeah, to, so to like me, I agree with you. Yeah, to me the biggest thing would be that they're gonna Abby is probably gonna get on her nerves. And See, it's and that's what I thought too. I thought that that's where they were gonna go with that. Yeah. When 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 Nina said, "I don't think that'll be a good idea," and I'm like, "Yup," I'm sitting up there watching, like, "Nope, that ain't <laughs> no good idea." And I'm thinking she was gonna say, "You know, I, you'll probably be too much for them or whatever." And then they come up talking about if she loses the pregnancy, it's gonna be hard to see her walk out the door. And I'm like, "Okay, yeah, that was weird. That was a weird reason to." That was a real, yeah, yeah. It didn't make sense, but. <laughs> You know, but that again, that's all we got of that whole thing this week. We didn't see any more else after Monday, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, but, you know, we needed to talk about it to get it out the way since it was a small piece. So, so uh, you, you see how intense 
Hillary got when she was talking to Devon about his right. Amanda. Uh, dang it! Yes, Amanda. <laughs> you was doing. Now you're doing what I did last week. <laughs> yeah. Now what you say now? How intense? Um, how intense she got while talking to Devon about his, you know, the the legal part of it mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. um, I I guess I just don't. Because she, cause she's like, okay, so, you know, what if they decided to move one day, or what if this happens, or what about in this case? And it's like, if Devon is the sperm donor for this child, just the sperm donor, then why, why is it expected that he is going to expect to have some kind of rights in this child's life? Because Abby brought up last week about the fact that he, because the kid will be uh, biracial, yeah, that he would have some say so in the in their lives. And um, what else? How did she? How else did she put it? Because her and Devon discussed that. That's remember what that's what we was talking about. How yeah. CBS brought up the whole thing about the child being part black. And yeah. so she told him, you know, cause that was his original thought, you know, and she was like, no, I want you to be able to, you know, what living, you know, um, culturally would be like. So I want you to have a part in their lives. So I guess that's where, cause like you say, if it was just a sperm, a sperm donor, then yeah, I mean, you just drop it and you keep it moving. You know what I mean? Yeah. But in this case, they're trying to combine all these people. And so Mariah is the only one that really after the nine months, she would be technically done. But Devon actually, because Abby wants him to be uh, an integral part of this child's life, that's why she's trying to create all of these um you know, rights and things like that. You know what I mean? So I guess I didn't, um, I don't know. I guess when they had that conversation, I looked at it as Abby was asking, is it okay if, if we feel like we need to come to you for those reasons, because a child is biracial and we may not always understand what they're going through. From, no, cause you know, he had claimed, yeah. Cause because, he had claimed himself as uncle Devon. So, you yeah, know, but the there's thing... a difference between. I, I guess I feel like there's a difference between being an, an aunt or an uncle, and actually having a say in a child. What you know, what they do with the child. If you're yeah, there, I don't know. Either, or you know, just mm-hmm. there to 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 help as far as just just being there for the child or giving advice or whatever. That still doesn't. You still shouldn't expect to have any say so or any rights in that child's life, and I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just it's somewhere in this that, um, because Abby did say something about he wants, she wants this child to also know where he come from, the heritage and the history, because that's why they were so all up in this thing last week about him being really part of the Chancellor family through Devon mm-hmm. and blending all these because you know you got the um you got Chancellor, you got Newman, you got yeah. um the Abbots 
And then now you might say, well, no, he was adopted by the Winters, but but the fact of having all of that, she was it was a whole spiel that Abby and him had about, you know, making sure that he was ingratiated in this kid's life. And so I think when he put that all out on the table to Amanda, Amanda went balls to the wall and said, okay, we got to make sure of this, we got to do this, you got to make sure of that. Because if he was just a sperm donor and he's just giving semen, then if none of that stuff really wouldn't matter because of the fact he's just like those sperm donors that they were looking at as a number. You know what I mean? But because Abby wants him so uh, a part of this kid's life, I think that's why she went in that direction with trying to draw up all of these legal protections for him. Yeah, I I guess I still feel like it's, it's legal wise. It should be as simple as you have no rights to this child, but I. I don't have a, I don't have an issue with or I would like for you to be a part of its life, you know, so it knows who its biological parent is because they didn't want to hide that. Kind of like an open adoption, I guess. When people adopt a child but they don't well block out the parents. It was it was Abby's idea for them to get their attorneys and pay for this stuff. So yeah. You know, I mean, if she told him, go get yourself an attorney. I need you to make sure you cover this, this, this. I mean, because even with Mariah, you know, she hired Brittany. Mm-hmm. But, you know, because normally if, like I say, as a sperm donor, she would just a donor only just, hey, just impregnate. Then it maybe you would still need an attorney because now it's telling you you have no rights. But in this case, it was different. I don't know. It's weird. But, you know, they, they're always trying to create drama because obviously this thing is probably going to go not as smoothly as everybody thinks. And that's what um, both Brittany and Amanda was trying to tell both of them, because when they was talking with Mariah, Mariah was looking at them like, why are we doing all this? Mm-hmm. This is just doing too much. I just want to do be just carry the child. Mm-hmm. Brittany was like. Well, you gotta look at this, and you gotta look at your emotions, and you gotta do this, you know. So, I think both um, Mariah and Devon is looking at this like, "Oh, we're helping a friend," but it's more to it than just that, you know what I mean? So, I don't know, but I don't think it's gonna go as smoothly as the way that they build the drama on this. Mm -hmm. It ain't gonna go as smoothly as they think it is. Yeah, of course not. (laughs) (laughs) I can expect. Abby to be getting mad about something or expect uh, you know Mariah to get you know snarky or something like that you know who yeah. knows but um yeah that was pretty interesting but I also think that she really dug deep meaning Amanda because of what happened to herself yeah that's that's kind of what Devon said to her like this is I understand why you might be getting a little emotional about it or however he worded it because of what happened to her. Mm-hmm. And her mom. Yep. Yeah. So, that's the other part of this, too. So, I mean, it was a quick... What was it? Was that Monday or Tuesday, too? It was like Monday was the day where we got all of the short stories and the rest of the week was yeah. <laughs> was everything else. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Did you have anything else on the whole Abby situation? Uh, nope, I don't believe so. Okay. 
So let's move on to let's see. You want what do you want to do next? Um, what was the other small one that happened this week? There was a brief stint this week of um Nate and Elena and Amanda and Devon because you know Devon um um Nate is wondering why Devon ha- haven't told Amanda mm-hmm. that Elena and him slept together, and I just see this as a bomb waiting to explode. Definitely. I just because all how. three of them know about this, but her. yeah, I just wonder how it's going to come out. Like, who's going to? If somebody's going to purposely tell her, if Devon is going to come clean, or if it's going to be a case where she overhears them talking about it, like. Yeah, I'm curious about how that's gonna come out. I feel like I feel like it's gonna be Nate. I feel mm-hmm. like Nate is gonna get mad about something. They're gonna be arguing or something like that, and or and he's gonna blurt it out to Amanda. Or, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, you know. And then did you see that conversation between Devon and Elena, mm-hmm. where she was like, "I still got feelings for you," and I told Nate that, you know, not right now. And then she told him too. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that to happen. I thought. Yeah, she really putting everything on the table. Yeah, I thought after um, after the whole like the Valentine's Day episode mm-hmm. when she went out and and bought Nate a little gift, I thought maybe. She was gonna start coming back around to uh to wanting to be with Nate, but yeah, mm-hmm. I definitely wasn't expecting her to say that. Yeah, that was interesting. Mm-hmm. So we, I, it's just a matter of time when that news comes out because I feel like it's going to end up being um, drama between her and Ama- uh, wait, yeah, Amanda. <laughs> between her and Amanda behind it. Mm Mm-hmm. Girl, so, okay. Yeah, that whole thing. And Nate is sitting up there looking like, dang, I can't catch a break. Right. But but (laughs) we know, you know what, Nate, you did that to yourself. He he deserved it. Yep. He absolutely deserved it because you did this. You know, I mean, you thought that that, and see, honestly, Elena was again. Let's go all the way back mm-hmm. when she had that knee-jerk reaction, thinking that at the time he was going to hook up with Amanda and she going to sleep with him. He's thinking that oh, she slept with me. She must, you know, she must want to be with right. me. Uh, no, she just used you in a way to get back at Devon in her own head. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> And then she tried to force it by trying to be in this relationship and it just didn't work. And then she turned around and slept with Devon on him. Yep. What they say, what usually make you laugh, make you cry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So while you were sitting over there kikiing at first with, with Elena sleeping with her, now you get your feelings hurt. Right. Because she turned around and went right back to him for that moment. Yep. But like you always say, that was on him. Yeah, because all the signs were there. And and he chose to ignore it because he thought that he was going to somehow get her to fall in love with him and forget all about Devon. Mm -hmm. And it was clear from day one that she was nowhere near over over him. Absolutely. It was totally clear that she was no way over him. 
And for, yeah, but like you say, you know, he thought he was going to ride into the sunset with her and him, meaning Nate and Elena, mm-hmm. and it just, so, you know, he got to deal with it. And I know he got to be pissed. So, like you said, at one point in time, it's probably going to, he going to get mad about something and it's going to come out. Yep. And Amanda's going to be either around there because it's not going to come from them like, I don't think Nate is going to just pull her aside and tell her. It's going to come out accidentally yeah. and Amanda's going to get blindsided. Yep, I agree. I mean, I could be wrong, but that's normally how the soap operas work. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yep, I could totally see, but, it, see it happen that way. And then, but the conversation between Devon and Elena. hmm Because she told him, I haven't forgot about that night. And he's like, I haven't forgot about that night either. And it's like, okay, so what y'all doing? Right. I hope, Be- I hope Devon does not go back to Elena because I, I like him with Amanda now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I kind of want to see that through. You know, a lot of people did not want Michelle Morgan playing Amanda back with Devon because mm-hmm. they were trying to get past the Hillary thing. Yep. But at this point, it's nice to see them two together. Yeah, I agree. I was one of those people initially. Mm, you know, so, I mean, honestly, there were a ton of folks who said that Elena and Devon were boring. I would hear it all the time. Now, mm-hmm. I when you look at the Soap Opera Digest couples ranking, it wouldn't say it says the opposite. But in social media, a lot of people are like, oh, they're boring together, you know. They seem like they have a lot of fun as a couple off screen, Brighton and Brittany. Yeah. They- but as playing Elena and Devon, no, it's not working. I didn't mind. And that's interesting to me, though. Yeah. I didn't because you can. Them together on, on screen, too. I didn't think they were boring. Uh-huh. I, I just, you know, seen a lot of people talking in like the Facebook groups and things mm-hmm. like that. But you know who do have the chemistry on and off, and that's Sharon and Mark. Mm-hmm. Whether when they're on the screen together is hot. Even right now in this jacked up situation with them being with two other people. And then, of course, when you see them take candid pictures of each other, because their birthdays were like a week apart last month, they were out spending their birthdays together it's like they 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 just as good on off on and off screen yeah they are <laughs> i agree with that anywho so um yeah a poor amanda i know I, she she can't catch a break <laughs> i know because at first it was elena and nate and now elena and devon all over yep. again so yeah Yep. So, okay. Do we have that? Was a little bitty piece. Um, uh, another small piece too was this whole phone, and this was crazy because. Well, okay. Let's hit that. It's not that small. It's medium size. So this whole thing with Sharon, and Faith. Because, of course, we know Sharon moved back to. I mean, uh, Faith moved back to Nick's house. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, Faith was trying to understand when she came by for a visit this week that why her mom is so entrenched with Adam. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I I forgot all about that because all of that she said is absolutely the truth. Yeah, it is. 
what I because go ahead. I was gonna say what I didn't like about that conversation though was mm-hmm. that she tried to blame all of her actions on things that Adam had done for Faith in the past. And it's like, mm-hmm. uh, so I may understand a little bit why you have a soft spot in your heart for him, but that mm-hmm. doesn't excuse you from kissing that man when you're married. Like you can't. Yeah, that that does yeah, it. You can't tell your right. daughter the reason I the reason this happened or the reason I feel this way about him is because he saved your life once. Like no, Sharon, that's not that's not excusable. If I was Ray, I'd have looked at her. If Ray was there, and I heard her say that. I'd have been like, then why are we married? Because if that's the reason you let that happen, that reason is always going to be there. Like you're always going to have that in your mind for the rest of your life. And if that is enough to make you want to continue to do things like that, where you're in situations where you're kissing Adam, then we don't need to be married. So I I thought I had a different, well, I had a different take on it because what Faith asked her is letting this man come back into your life why do you have so much of an attachment to him Mm -hmm. and she gave her explanation of why I didn't think that she said why did you kiss him unless I'm mistaken I thought she said why why would you let him kiss you or or why would you kiss him or something like that okay well maybe uh, because I thought she was asking him about the fact of why you know he she keep allowing this man into her life Mm -hmm. and she gave this whole story about you know the tornado Mm -hmm. and saving her life and also when she was bipolar because honestly Mm -hmm. when she that everybody turned that entire town nick victor everybody she had nobody yeah but him and so I've heard, you know, and, and just in the real life terms, you really get to see people when you are at your lowest point and who's really there in your corner. Mm-hmm. And so um, she had nobody. I mean, she was about to go to jail because she was kleptomaniac, all of the above. Mm-hmm. And he got her help, you know, got her in- institutionalized, all of that stuff, you know. And so, you know, of course, Faith is looking like, what he did that and then of course she dropped the bombshell about the tornado and he threw his body on top of her to save his life and all of that stuff so and I'm like dang I forgot about that tornado I mm-hmm. remember the both the bipolar thing yeah but yeah. I forgot about the tornado thing and so Faith was like wow you know so I don't I'm curious to find out whether or not she has softened a little bit toward because it seems like she has yeah. With her knowing this now, doesn't it seem like Faith has kind of softened toward Adam? Yeah, it does seem like she had a, um, like a, it was a... A revelation. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, as, in in that regard, in that regard, as far as Faith is concerned, that's uh-huh. fine. But, at the same time, Adam has done other things, other than what what he's done for your daughter. When it comes to your relationships... Or your relationship with your husband, you cheated on Ray with Adam. Um, you have there are clear feelings that Adam has for you, and you know it. So, regardless of the fact that he has done what he's done for her in the past and what he did for Faith, 
he is still a threat to your marriage and your relationship. So, in my opinion, just because of the romantic feelings that are there, she shouldn't be allowing Adam around. Because that's yeah, not fair. And, to, that's mm-hmm. not fair to her husband. If, if yeah, Faith uh, wants honest, to let him into her mm-hmm. life as his uncle, you know, because of all the things that she's told her, I, I, that's fine because that's Faith's uncle. But friendship-wise, um, her, you know, going and, and doing things like helping Chelsea and all that other stuff that Adam, you know, brings her into when it comes to being in his life and being around him constantly, I don't think that that's right because of their uh, their emotional feelings towards each other. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, you know, um, it's going to be interesting to see where they go from this because the thing is is that she has been stalling about doing couples counseling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she keeps stalling about that. And so um, two things, I think. One thing she's stalling is because of the fact that that means that she would have to completely remove this man from her life mm-hmm. and her mind and whatever. The other thing is she would have to tell all her dirty thoughts and feelings, whatever that may be, about Adam in front of Ray. Right. And I don't think she's willing to want to say what her feelings are. Because I can guarantee you the therapist is going to be like, okay, well, what are your feelings for this guy? And if she has to put that out there, Ray got to hear the dirty truth. Yep. (laughs) Yep. So the question is, can she handle doing that? But also on the flip side, can Ray handle hearing all of this? Because see, Ray is thinking like we go to counseling, we get this fixed. But counseling is a process. Mm-hmm. It ain't like fixed overnight. So you're going to hear some things that you ain't going to like. I'm, and I'm sure, I feel like he's probably aware of that. And I, I feel like Ray, the character of Ray is has enough common sense and logic to know that if they go to counseling, she she may admit to some feelings about Adam that she hasn't admitted to him before. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if they're not if they don't go to counseling, then those all those little lingering doubts that he has, all her little whatever feelings that she's trying to hide from him when it comes to Adam, it's still gonna be there. So and their marriage is still not gonna be, you know honest and 100% because because of that so I feel like I feel like with them going to therapy either it's all going to come out and Ray is going to know for sure and um, either maybe it'll end their marriage or maybe there's some stuff that they can work through but at least it won't be how it is right now where it's like every other day they're having a conversation about Adam because she doesn't want to admit to or isn't being fully honest about how she feels. I honestly don't think the two of them should be together. Mm -hmm. Because anytime you gotta force your feelings and you can tell with Sharon, other than Ray, Mm -hmm. Sharon is forcing herself to be in a mental space with Ray. Mm -hmm. She ain't there. Mm -hmm. Because her heart is split somewhere else and so right now I mean 
other than that, they're going to keep having this problem. And this, I honestly, unless this counselor can detox her feelings that she has for Sharon, I mean, that he, I mean, she has for Adam, is I, I honestly think that Sharon should have just, you know, because the only reason that she, again, I said this before over the past time we've done this podcast. The only reason Sharon isn't with Adam is not because she don't want to be with him. She's worried about what everybody else is going to think. Yeah, and now that maybe Faith is softening up on him, it'll give her that avenue to say, well, Faith, I think Faith was probably maybe the biggest reason right now because she knows how to mm-hmm. feel about him. So if Faith yeah, I mean, then she really doesn't have anything holding her back from him. Yeah, because that was the biggest reason why when she helped bring him back to town and they had that little one hot, this is well before even Chelsea was back on the scene. Mm-hmm. That one little scene that they did at his, um, you know, at the penthouse and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. They couldn't do it because everybody was talking in her ear about, don't you get back with Adam. Adam is a horrible person. You don't want to be with him. And when you try to live for somebody else you're never going to be happy mm-hmm. I mean seriously it, you have to stand in your own truth and other people might not like it yeah. <laughs> yeah. until you figure it out it's not for you Yeah, you know and that's the thing she's so worried about what the Newman's going to think what Nick going to think the only person I think that wouldn't give her any problems is Jack right. but everybody else in that town will probably shun her and she don't want that. She wants to be accepted. So the best thing to do is to hide my feelings and bury them down deep below. And, you know, I'll stay away from Adam. But the problem is when you had that type of attraction, you can't stay away yeah. from them. And that's, and that's <laughs> so, not fair to Ray. Because that's not fair already, to Ray or Chelsea. Right. Because they've already broken up once. And, and mm-hmm. for Sharon and Ray, it was because of Adam. And then for her yep. to try to, you know, to rekindle that relationship with Ray and then, you know, swear up and down and reassure him that Adam isn't going to be mm-hmm. a problem anymore. You're about to break his heart again. You should have just left Ray alone. Yep. yep. Exactly. And that's exactly why I said they shouldn't be together right now. Unless you 100% in, because the thing is, Ray is trying to give 110% and you're not. Right. You know, so either be by yourself and figure what you want to do with your emotions or go find Adam and say, look, we need to just do this thing. Just Let's just do this thing. Skip everybody else. Who cares? We're going to be in a relationship whether they like it or not. Mm-hmm. If Faith's okay with it, fine. Let's roll with it. But everybody else, screw it. And I think they would be much happier. Yeah. <laughs> And as for, let's switch over to Chelsea. Unless you're done. Did you have anything else to say about them? No, I don't. Okay. And then on the flip side, on the Adam side of the fence with Chelsea, this whole thing is just ridiculous. You know, keep it a secret. Telling Chloe, I can I can move my hands. I can't, you know, I don't want him to know. I want, I mean, what are you planning to do with him? Just jump up out the chair and say, gotcha? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just stupid, but here's the thing, and I hate to say this, but 
this is the path Chelsea chose. This man cut off electricity in an elevator that caused you to have an aneurysm. Now, granted, he didn't know he was that you were there, but the problem is, is that he did it all because of this whole thing with Billy. Mm-hmm. I don't, and I, I mean, let me ask you: maybe do you think she should have got back with Adam uh, when she found all that out? Not because of him cutting the power, but when he kidnapped her. Yes, that's the other thing. that right there mm-hmm. where she should have she should have drawn the line like you kidnapped me and you held me hostage for however many days it was she was in that that little room um mm-hmm. you know thinking and she didn't know it was him at first or that's I true i don't remember when she found out it was him if it was she was with while it was she kept having there. these little dreams and stuff when she was held captive remember yeah i remember that i just i don't remember like when she knew for sure adam was the one that did it like, I don't remember oh, okay. if it was while she was still there or if it was after she escaped and then found out it was mm-hmm. Adam. Um, but, you know, she was she she didn't know what the heck was going on. So Mm-mm. when he when he used the excuse of you were safe, you know, I wasn't going to do anything to you. I was just trying to keep this and this and this from happening. You know, not, I wasn't going to hurt you. She didn't know that that entire time. She was, you know, Mm-mm. probably afraid mm-hmm. for her life. And you freaking kidnap her. <laughs> yeah. So that right there, she was she was stupid for going back to him after that incident. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it... The, like you said, once you found out that this man kidnapped you, and then, of course, that other small piece of being in that elevator. Somewhere along the line, it's like, you know what? I don't know if I should get back involved in this. But it goes back to my same thing. When I said about Sharon and Adam, mm-hmm. if you're going to want to do this, you got to stand in your truth. Yeah. But there are also consequences that could come with standing in that. Yep. And this is one of them. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So... um. Yeah, she's ready to, and then her her insecurities because there's times where Adam is actually meeting with the doctor this week. She's actually meeting with Victor, and in her head, oh, she's somewhere. He's somewhere with yep. Sharon. I bet you him and Sharon are off somewhere doing who knows yeah. what. And it's like it's too much. <laughs> yeah, and that's the other thing with her is, uh, you know, aside from the kidnapping thing, remember when she overheard. Um, Adam talking to Ray and talking about me and Sharon will have a connection you'll never have and she wants to well, rather whatever that was that he said to Ray that one day and she overheard it. Mm-mm. That's, a, that's mm-hmm. another thing right there. Like you know how this man feels about her. Mm-hmm. And, that's that's kind of like the same thing you said about Nate. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you still even after hearing that out of his mouth after hearing him basically say that he still, you know, will always be in love with Sharon, you still go back to him. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah, you can pretty much expect to get your heart broken, because it's about to happen. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So, I mean, now she's trying to get him out of her life, and I got a plan, and all of this, you know, 
just if you you feeling good, you moving, you talking, you know, because I think coming up this week, dropping a nugget, she will be speaking. And so now that you're doing all this, just get up and do what you need to do and get out. I mean, leave this man alone. Don't worry about coming back. Whatever the situation is, move on with your son or whoever else. Because my thing is, unless they have her on the show by herself, because everybody else, let me think, pretty much if they're not in a triangle, they boot up. Am I correct? Ain't nobody just single walking around. And because even if you say Sally, Sally is trying to sniff around Jack right now. Yeah, so maybe Victoria. Victoria what? Oh, yeah, she is, but she's part of a triangle. She's trying to get in between. Yeah. Hello? I can't hear you anymore. Hello? You're still there. I don't know what happened Okay, there. I can hear you now. It just paused and came back on. <laughs> but, um, sorry about that, guys. A little technical difficulty. But, um, yeah, I don't just unless she's just going to be just her on the screen. Well, Nick ain't. Well, Nick got Phyllis. Jack is sniffing around Sally. Yeah. Victoria is trying to yep. get in between Lily and Billy. Um, Everybody else is booed up right now. So what are you going to do? I mean, yeah. unless they go, you going back to stay out there with Connor or you just going to be sneaking around town trying to get back at Adam. Or watching him and Sharon. I really... <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I, you know what? I think the only legit single person is Lola. And they don't really and show her. And that's even if no she's more. still going to be on the show. Yeah. I wonder what they're going to. I wonder if they'll recast it or if they just. Yeah. Yeah. Because she got some big things on. coming up. Um, Sasha Calais. So. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know where they're going to take Chelsea unless she's just going to be around town scheming and looking. Or is she going to stick around once she realizes that she that Adam is actually trying to move in a different direction with this business? Is she going to try to fight for her relationship against Sharon now? So I don't know. Yeah, it's hard. It, it ain't no telling with her. I mean, with all the Adam has done um, a million times worse to her, and she took him back. So she might be acting, you know, sounding all mad and trying to act tough now, talking about she just needs her son and that's it. But Adam will definitely be able to sweet talk her if he really wants to be with her, or maybe if for some reason he doesn't have an mm-hmm. opportunity with Sharon. She'll, she'll be mm-hmm. right back there with him. Yep. Absolutely. So we shall see. But yeah, all these things she did you know that's going on in her head. And technically, after they kissed, they really haven't even been in the same space with each other, have they? Uh, Adam and Sharon. Oh, um, he showed up. At the coffee house because right. he was talking to the doctor one day, but that, that was, was I think that yeah been the only so uh, it was kind of like oh, the, go ahead I'm one sorry. time I was gonna say he did he did come to the house after everybody found mm-hmm. out about the kiss remember so they've been they've been around each other twice since. okay so I don't know it seemed like a goodbye kiss I don't know. 
my thing is the people that's complaining about this thing because I mean the only legitimate person out of this would probably be Ray because he's been faithful on both sides he didn't cheat on Mia and he hasn't cheated on Sharon however with Mm. Chelsea you were living with his brother at the same time you know trying to fiend after Adam you know so it's like you actually doing the same thing that you complaining on them doing you know it's just crazy but um anywho so was there anything else with that that we missed or no um no okay I think so so the next thing is um this whole thing with Kyle Summer and um a- Ashlyn Locke. Okay. And this baby Harrison and I forgot the what we said that girl name. Tara. Okay. Tara. So he was yes. gonna fly off to because I think um Summer was getting ready to go back to L.A. to finalize a contract with Spencer. She asked Kyle to go. He was like, "Mm, I got something else to do. I got meetings. He lied. And and instead, he tried to fly off to New York, but old girl called him here, Tara. Um, Tara was trying to tell him to stay out of it. It's not your son. And then when... You know, he threatened to get a DNA test. He was like, yeah, this your song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, let's start there with that piece. And, I mean, eventually we did see the conversation on how it ended up. But what did you do? You think they build and they built anticipation to watch him not tell Summer only to then tell Summer? Because normally what happens in these shows is that somebody else revealed something. It doesn't end up like this. What do you think? Um, like, what do you mean? Like, did, did they, like, overdo the anticipation? Yeah, so say, for example, I, I like I what we were saying about um, Amanda and how it's probably going to, she's going to find out and be blindsided, right? Well, that's what I thought yeah. was going to happen because he went and was telling all these other. He told Mariah, oh, okay. he told, and wasn't going to tell her. And I thought, I'm like, okay, with the Ashland Lock thing being played into with the property business that he's saying he's selling, I thought that they're going to come to town and Summer is like, what are you hiding? And boom, it comes out that way. They built up all of this only for him to say, you know what, I got something to tell you. I got a son. And then she was cool with it. You felt like it was they were gonna die. Yeah, or else she was gonna find out and be like, Oh my god, how come you didn't tell me? It was it was just a different way that they did it. How did did you like I mean, honestly, he was supposed to be honest. So real world, yeah, he did the right thing. But I'm just, you know. Go ahead. Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't expecting him to, okay. to tell her this soon. I I agree with you. I thought that they were going to drag it out and um, it was going to cause you know a bunch of drama between him and mm-hmm. Summer because she was going to find mm-hmm. out some other way. Um, but I I thought it was probably one of the most mature moments Phyllis had when 
um, Summer took her Kyle's phone because he left mm-hmm. his phone at work and was asking her mom about getting in his phone and Phyllis surprisingly was like that's not a good idea um, you don't want to do that and then like encouraged her to just go to Kyle be honest with him and ask him to be honest with mm-hmm. her I was like wow that is that was a very really coming from Phyllis um <laughs> Yeah, something like that. I just knew Phyllis was going to be all over and let's get in his phone and see what he's hiding. Just from, you know, the conversation that she had with Nick when she was telling him how Kyle, you know, had barged into the hotel and, had, you know, was telling Summer, I, I got to talk to you. It's important. And kind of like whisked Summer away and she was trying to figure out what was going on. So I totally expected her to, to try to help Summer break into his phone so they could, you know, look through his texts and stuff know, like that. So I was surprised that she advised well, her. Here's the that. Thing. I would agree with you if she hadn't two seconds prior to that went into Sally's room and got that laptop and went through her laptop. That's why I'm so, saying. That's yeah, why I'm surprised. Because I mean <laughs> she was trying to tell her oh no that's not don't do that you need to go and find out blah 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 you were just two seconds off of digging through Sally's personal things took her laptop and was going through her emails and her her search engine result uh search results or whatever yeah that's that's exactly why I said I was surprised she, exactly. she looked like a hypocrite to because me because of that <laughs> um Yes, it was very hypocritical because of what she mm-hmm. did to Sally, but it was good. Right, she, she wasn't supposed her. to do that. That's not but a not good thing that. to do. So yeah, she she gave the right advice, yeah. but it made it look crazy coming from her because of what she had just done. That's why you know I was looking at I was giving her the side eye. I'm like, oh, you can tell her not to look in the phone, but you go and look at somebody's computer. <laughs> so you know that's you know right. that's why yeah. I. I thought that, but yeah, I remember that scene. That was interesting. I, yeah, I was glad <clears> she did it because I didn't want, I didn't want Summer to turn into the the sneaky girlfriend trying to break into her boyfriend's phone to to spy on them and you know all mm-hmm. of that kind of stuff. I was glad that she and and then the conversation that her and Kyle had, I felt like that was one of the more mature moments you've ever seen Summer. Like, you know, just asking him, please be honest with me. And, you know, Kyle told her the truth. And her her reaction and the way that she handled it, I thought was, um, in my opinion, I thought it was a very calm and mature way instead of her blowing up at him. And, you know, bl- to me would have been blowing it out of proportion if she would have, how could you do this to me considering that they weren't together at the time? So, yeah, I got I you. Um, and that's ex- exactly how that was supposed to be handled. They handled it perfectly. You know, her going and asking yeah. him about the computer. I mean, about um, mm-hmm. what are you hiding? You know, um, tell me the truth. He told her her response was calm. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how that was supposed to go, which is why. I was shocked on how the writers did the build up prior to it, because if the, if you were going to mm-hmm. just tell her the truth, just like you did, and she was calm about it, 
they could have left Mariah out of it and just said, you know what, Simon, we need to talk. Yeah. You know, so yeah, that was just my thing on that. But okay, so now this whole thing ties into moving into Ashlyn Locke and the communications uh, division that he's selling off. Where mm-hmm. we see Victor is playing to in the middle. How so? He first, that's yep. to this dude here is something else. So he goes and asks Victoria to do it because it would, you know, stick it to Billy. Victoria is like, mm mm, I ain't interested. Exactly. In <laughs> so then he said, okay, well, I'm going to get a reaction out of Victoria by saying, let me go talk to Adam and have him run it because his his expectation is is that Victoria is going to get mad and say, "Oh, you're going to go run and get a business with my brother? I hate him." Okay, you can come back over here. Well, in the beginning, she didn't fall for it, but you see when she mm-hmm. fell for it, right? And what yep. was that? And I text you about that after her Lily. And, uh, her little she was little- pissed altercation because yeah. she wasn't going to have anything to do with that until Lily basically handed her her face and so she yep. like oh you think you grown huh <laughs> 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 and decided right. like okay mm-hmm. now her thing is she's trying to stick it to Lily now but right. she don't realize that actually Victor's still getting his way because if you look at it like this if Victoria takes it up under her, it's still under the Newman Enterprises. If Adam takes it up under him, Victor still owns a part of it. So he gonna get it mm-hmm. either way. It's kind of like playing tic-tac-toe and you can get um, <laughs> you know how you can market in two different places and either way you get either one or the other. That's exactly what yeah. he's doing. He's actually sitting in the catbird seat. Win-win for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now the win-win only other thing is is if Billy and Lily end up winning that. But the problem is, as we saw, Jill don't want to do have nothing to do with it. Right. However, they got help, and here's another little nugget: Jack jumps in the ring with them. Yeah, so mm-hmm. now you have Jack, Lily, and Billy. You got Adam and Victor, and you got Victoria under Victor's Newman Enterprises. Question is, who's gonna win it? Yeah. Now, what they don't realize, especially Billy, is that by him bringing this whole thing to town, it's gonna hurt his nephew. <laughs> yep. With this whole thing, because nobody, and even Jack, since he's a part of this now, he don't, they don't realize that your son and your nephew is about to be impacted greatly when this dude comes to town. Which is one of the reasons why Kyle just needs to be on yeah. Jack. Like, there's, there's no, I don't understand. That's what I don't. Correct. That's what I don't mm-hmm. understand is Summer should have been the, what, in my opinion, Summer would have been the one that I would have been most worried about because I risked losing right. the love of my life. Or whatever. My father 
would have been the least of my worries because Jack isn't going to disown mm-hmm. him or fire him from Jabot because he had an affair with a woman, a married woman, and had a child from it right. that he didn't know about. It's not like he knew about this kid and decided that he didn't want anything to do with it. He just found yep. out about it. You know, the boy. So Jack is probably could be his Correct. biggest ally in this. So why not just come clean to your dad now you don't have to worry about the little, you know, the little jab by, um, what's mm-hmm. her name, by Sally. And then, like we've been saying for the last few weeks, now you can prepare in case something does come out and that guy does mm-hmm. try to attack you or your dad or your company or mm-hmm. Summer, you know, in retaliation. Yep. I mean, and especially he come all. I mean, because he did have a conversation with with um, Summer, and then decided to travel all the way across town to interrupt the date him and Sally, or whatever they call it, evening together. Yeah. To come over there, send Sally home, and then talk about mm, never mind. <laughs> I'm like, dude, right. what's wrong with you? That was pointless. And the thing yeah. is, Jack could, I mean, this is Jack, you know, Jack is all about family when he, he found Theo right. and all this stuff. Imagine now him knowing he got a grandson. So, you know, Jack is going to yeah. be all over there to try to help Kyle figure this thing out. But he right. was like, no, I'm good. And, you know, Jack is like, you know what, if you, you know, whenever you want to talk, just let me know. And I'm like, yeah, but y'all bringing this dude to town. This thing is about to blow up. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was that was pretty interesting. But what do you think about? I, I like the stuff when they because that's what I miss about Bold and the Beautiful that they don't have a lot of anymore. It's like corporate takeovers and maneuvers and stuff. I like this type of stuff. So it's pretty interesting to me to see who's going to fight for this com- this company that is being sold. You like what is your thoughts on that? You like where they're going with this, or okay, yeah, yeah. I, I think that part of it will be interesting, especially because we know that Victoria is annoyed that Victor went to mm-hmm. um, Adam. Victoria is also annoyed on the other side of things mm-hmm. with Lily, um, and Billy. So. And then Billy, the same way. He don't like Victoria. He doesn't mm-hmm. like Adam. Or um, uh, I meant to say, did I say I think Billy? You said he don't like Adam. I meant to say the same with Adam, whereas he doesn't get along with Victoria. He mm-hmm. doesn't get along with Billy. So it's a whole big triangle of just people that can't stand each other trying to, you know, trying to take trying to get their their business the one up on this business so if you had um, to pick part of who would you prefer to see win this piece of business um only because billy and lily were the ones that were talking about it first um and then just because i I'm a, I like I, I'm a fan mm-hmm. of Lily right now, and I like the way that she kind of like you said handed Victoria her face in that conversation. I would prefer to see them win only because only okay. for that reason. 
otherwise I wouldn't have, I, I wouldn't really care. I honestly just for purposes of the show and you know who has what I actually would prefer Adam get something because this is what I didn't want him just floating through town not having nothing to do. I want to mm-hmm. see him make use of this so-called Harvard business degree that he has and actually become have his own company because we he we see that we tried he tried to take the thing with Dark Horse and he just played with it just because to stick it to, to Nick, okay? But I want to see mm-hmm. him actually run a company and give him something to do mm-hmm. on camera because Victoria already runs Newman. Lily and Billy just got the chance com thing that they're running and it's great. Give give Adam something to do. At least with Chelsea, she got her fashion designing. You know, Nick got New Hope. You know, um, Phyllis has the Grand Phoenix. Abby has uh, Society. Everybody in that town and of course Sharon, she's doing her thing with psych- psychology and then you got... Um, Ray working for the police station. Everybody in that town got something to do but Adam. So mm-hmm. I kind of want to see him in a role where he's in charge and running a business. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, you they gave him all these accolades, business, Harvard business degree. He got this, he got that, a Wall Street, because that's what he originally came to town with, saying he was a big wig on Wall Street and all this stuff. <laughs> Okay, let this man put him to work. Let him do something instead of floating around looking crazy and being accused of everything all the time. Yeah, I kind of want to see him get his hands dirty at work. I would like, I would have liked that. I wish they would have, it would have been a thing that Adam would have. And then dealing with Victor. Now, I agree with you on that. That's the part that, yeah, that's the one part of it that I don't like because now. Victor has roped Correct. him back into his life and roped him back into his life mm-hmm. in a business sense. And I feel like, so let's say Adam wins this, which I feel like it, it's going to be Adam because that's going to be one of the main reasons why he stays in Genoa City. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, him and Chelsea have been trying to leave for the last however mm-hmm. many months now. So once Chelsea gets better, what's going to be the excuse this time? So if he has this business, that's going to be the reason well, that he stays. So I feel like it's going to well, be Monday, well, Monday. Well, <laughs> Monday. That's all I'll say. Well, Monday. You'll see what I'm talking about. Cause, um, but I don't think the way that this script is going, he, he they ain't going nowhere because they got to keep him on screen. They're not going to film him in another state. But the intent is that it's still there. So you'll see what I'm talking about on Monday. Yeah. Right. Well, my thought was if um, if it mm-hmm. went to Adam, then eventually something's going to happen where him and Victor mm-hmm. are going to fall out and then Victor's going to snatch that company from him and give it to somebody else or sell it or something like that. And Adam, once again, is going to be, you know, his his heart's going to be broken by his you dad. You know what would be a his twist, girl? Why the three of them are fighting? Devon come in there and swoop that sucker right up. <laughs> that would be fun. He wouldn't do that oh, to yeah, his right. He wouldn't do that to his sister. Unless he does it. So well, he here's the thing. Him. If Lily hasn't said anything, 
about her acquiring mm-hmm. that company and Devon comes in mm-hmm. and do something, he can be like, well, I didn't know you were interested. Because he has, she hasn't talked to him about it as we've mm-hmm. seen so far. Yeah, she hasn't. I just don't I know, but it would be so interesting because he they ain't the only yeah, one. They ain't the only people funny. in that town that got some money, okay? Right. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be right. so cool if out of blue they like, oh, we lost. Oh, they he didn't accept our bid. Somebody else, and then Devon do a press <laughs> conference saying we have welcomed uh, uh, Sir Axeries to the Winter Family and the Winter Foundation. We now have a media division. Everybody gonna be looking at the TV like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. would be good. Writers, if you if you listen to this podcast, baby, you know, throw it out there just in case to give us a little bit of a twist. <laughs> but yeah, so it, but I do agree with you on the point that I, it would have been better if Adam found this opportunity on his own. Yeah, because yeah, basically Victor is using them. He he's using to pit them two against each other, and at the same time, he if either one of them wins the bid, he's a winner either way. Because Roman right. is he's on the board of directors, so if Victoria gets it, he's he benefits, and if Adam gets it, he benefits. So he ain't stupid. Yeah. Mm-mm. I'm just I'm I'm surprised that Adam has allowed himself to be pulled back in by Victor again. Yeah, I honestly they got a love hate relationship. Those two are just as bad as him and Sharon. They can't stay away from each other. Yeah, it just happened so fast though because I feel like he was just mm-hmm. um what a couple months ago trying to remove his name the now the mm-hmm. Newman name. Yeah, and now, and so I thought it was nice that they, you know, were kind of bonding over, not bonding, but how he was there for him when Chelsea right. had her stroke. Um, like that part of it, fine, because it was just, it was just strictly right. the family right, side right, of right, it. Right. And now he, he, he somehow has allowed Victor to talk him into to this whole mm-hmm. thing with the uh, with that media company, which Victor used, and Victor used his hatred for Billy yep. to do it, because that was one of the things that he brought with both up. of them. And as soon as, mm-hmm. yeah, but he knew that he could rope him in because um, he by telling him that Billy was also trying to get. That Here's company. my thing: What is okay? So is I'm wondering if Adam's take is, okay, I acquire this media company and I, you know, run Chancecom into the ground. Are you running Chancecom into the ground by throwing mud at Billy or just outdoing the business numbers? Because it's one thing if you sell more content and get more sponsors and your magazine or your media division blow up versus... Mm -hmm. Adam throwing stories about his daughter or throwing mud at him about the stuff he did in town. I would prefer Adam to say, okay, you know what? I'm going to run this company in the ground by us being the better company, not him throwing mud directly at Billy, which I think that's where they're going to go with this. 
Because, mm-hmm. I mean, he's they're, they're pissed off, meaning Adam and Victor are pissed off because of the, the, um, the story that Billy did. You yeah. know, dragging his name all through the mud. And then, of course, Faith got caught in the middle of it, blah, 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 blah. So are y'all coming back that way or y'all coming back and say, okay, we just going to be the biggest and baddest media division that's going to just crush their business? I don't know. It's going to be interesting. But from the way it looks next week, it's about cutting the jugular of Billy. Yeah. When it comes to Victor and Adam. Yeah, you'll see what I'm talking about. So. This thing is about to get ugly, but while they throwing mud at each other, Kyle is going to be right smack dab in the middle of it. He's going to be looking like, no, don't bring him here. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be funny. So, yeah. um, dang, we covered everything, didn't we? We got all the storylines from this week. Oh, Sally and Jack. The only thing we have to talk about is Sally and Jack. Okay, so that whole thing, I mean, what's your thoughts? I don't have too much on my end with that. um, Phyllis, for one, needs to chill out and back off and mind her business. She's getting on my nerves because that whole thing with her going into Sally's room and taking her laptop and her old dumb self standing out in the lobby Mm -hmm. with it wide open. Like, that was right. <laughs> at the, you could have at the very least had her, you know, sitting behind the bar with it, not so obvious with her back to the door with the mm-hmm. laptop wide open. Um, but that was ridiculous. And then just she's just being like, it's just too much mm-hmm. to me. Like, um, Summer has told you she's got it under control. She doesn't need you to to do whatever little tricks that you're mm-hmm. planning on doing. She says she's fine. Exactly. Just leave it at that. And it's I feel like it's exactly what Nick said to her. You're bored. And because you're bored, you have to go yep. pick a fight with somebody. And there's nothing there that in my opinion, there's no fight there for you to pick. There's nothing Just there. the fact that she just don't like, like Sally and this whole thing is going on with her daughter. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's all it is. And your daughter says that she's fine, so just let it go. Well, she switched gonna, it. Because then her issue became the fact that she getting too close to Jack. You know, because yeah. at first it was like you just said, you know, your daughter said you're fine. She's fine. Leave her be. So when she realized she can't do nothing with that, like you said, um, Nick said you're bored. Now she like, oh, wait a minute. She doing too much when it comes to Jack. What's that about? Jack, as much as yeah. she's looking, looking for, for a reason. reason, exactly. And in mm-hmm. her case, for her to, um, it's a situation of her trying to police Jack's life and who he's with. You no, know, he's so vulnerable and he's so lonely and blah blah blah. Part of the reason you're not with him is because of what you did. So take a step mm-hmm. back and let him figure that out. Because yeah. the biggest breakup he had outside of that girl that Ashley put in his life was you. So stop. Right. <laughs> but yeah, but like I said, mm-hmm. she's using it. She's using it as an excuse. That is her. That's her next excuse. Just because she initially didn't right. like Sally because of what she tried to do with Summer. So 
now this is her next excuse as to why she is trying to go after Sally is because of Jack all of a sudden. Mm. But it's like you're you're doing just stop. Mm-hmm. You're doing too much. Going mm-hmm. and talking to Lauren and Lauren, you know, mm-hmm. that didn't work. And you know, what are you Yeah, and now then what? she was stupid enough to tell Lauren, I looked through her search engine searches and and yeah. she and Lauren was she supposed to be like, ooh, what did you find? Lauren was like, and how did you find that out? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So as far as that part of it is concerned, I I want Phyllis to, to back to off, just stop because she's mm-hmm. yeah she's she's getting on my nerves with that. <clears throat> um, now when it comes to Sally and Jack, and then like how Kyle mm-hmm. feels about it. Um, I would probably honestly would have the same reaction mm-hmm. as Kyle if you know my sixty something year old dad was hanging out with a late twenty early thirty something year old woman my sixty something wealthy um powerful uh mm-hmm. father you know this this young young lady is interested in my father. I would be skeptical of that too. I'm not gonna lie Mm-mm. that because my automatic thought and, and it may not be right and it may not be true mm-hmm. about Sally is that you're using my father for his status. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing is, like we were just saying a little bit ago, is she keeps throwing this thing with Tara Locke up in his face and this this child up in his face. So if you can't, if you don't like that your dad is hanging out with Sally so much, if anything, that right there yep. could be a reason to to possibly get him to stop hanging out with her because she's blackmailing you with it. Tell your dad what she's mm-hmm. doing, and I'm almost certain that Jack would not be thrilled mm-hmm. that she's doing that, which is actually something that Sally said. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he could have blew her out the water. After she left the house, right, he could have said, "You know," and she would have exactly. had no more moves. He, she, you know, Kyle could have said, "You know what? I need to tell you something. I got a, a son with a woman that was married. It happened to be this blah 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 blah." <laughs> and the thing is, I need to let you know, and Sally knows about it. She's been holding it over my head, blah blah blah. That would it possibly mm-hmm. end all of this? Right, yep, I totally agree with you. And Sally would have been standing mm-hmm. there looking goofy, and then and they still would have had the information on yep. her from L.A. So that that would have been, in my opinion, a, a mm-hmm. win-win for Kyle. Um. Yep. But yeah, that um, that's that's pretty that's much it. Yeah. All I got on. That. Yeah, that's the, I didn't have too I don't, much. I don't just like the it. fact that everybody <laughs> just needs to stay out of Jack's business and let him figure that out because yeah. the more people tell him what are you doing, the more resistant he's going to become. You know, he's going to be like, yeah, "Why don't you just stay out of my business? I know what I'm doing. I'm a grown man." You know, so it's like, you know what? You're going to have to let him do him, and he's eventually going right. to see whatever this is that they got going on. Mm-hmm. Right, and and the other thing is with Sally is, I, I I can't stand the way that she tries to make it seem as if 
Summer and Kyle are mean to her, don't like her for no reason at all. When she first came into town, before she threatened, you know, to to get rid of Summer at JCV when she got that position, Summer and Kyle were cordial to her. They were nice to her. You know, they I mean, they weren't all hanging out or anything like that, but when they saw her, they weren't nasty to her. They weren't, they didn't turn their nose up at her, especially Kyle. Kyle was, was mm-hmm. the nicest to her. And then after she, after they found out, you know, well, after Summer found out what she said to um, Theo about her job and using Kyle, that was when everything changed. So don't try to act like now, um, these two rich these two rich kids that you know have have had their lives handed to them on a silver platter are suddenly after you for no reason at all and, and are treating you like dirt because you don't have the the status of work that they have that's not what it was yeah you, you started she started it, it and so tried to back she- out of it because um I, I think once Lauren gave her running that media division or whatever it is that she do with marketing or something, she feels more mm-hmm. empowered. So she figured like, well, hey, I got something good here. Let me just leave them alone. And But the problem is, is that you already lit the match. Yeah, you created you created mm-hmm. the- and so now they suspicious of you. They don't they don't know if you being legit and want everybody to just stand down. They don't trust you now at this point. Exactly. You you basically made that bed and yep. now you have to lay in it. You can't just you can't just now now I have something that I like. Can we be friends? That's exactly what she's doing too. Yep. Yeah. Yep, that's exactly so- what she's doing. She like, okay. You know what? I got something good now. I'm not after your job anymore. Can we just go back to being, you know, cool? And they looking at her like, mm, I ain't forgot about what you did. No. <laughs> yeah, I right. don't know. Uh, I, we just stay in our corner. I know your secret. You know my secret. Boom. Let's just stay away from each other. So. Exactly. Okay. Is that oh, yeah. it for Young and the Restless? Okie dokie. All right, let's move over to the bold and the beautiful for March 1st through March 5th. And we had the storyline with Thomas Finn and Vinny earlier in the week, I think. And then we had this thing with Flo and the Logan sisters. Mark. And then we have the whole thing with uh, Zoe trying to get back into Carter's life. And, of course, um, uh, what's his name? Oh, I was going to call the boys Zenday. Zenday landing on thick for Paris. Oh, Lord. Both, they need to give them some consequences. And I think that Carter's definitely trying to stand his ground um as for Paris she's kind of like okay well maybe but which story you want to tackle first you want to do the Finn and Thomas I mean Finn and Vinny thing or the whole the flow thing or the Zoe and Carter thing um wasn't that the 
Finn thing. That was only one. Yeah, thing. well, the, yeah, because he wasn't much on screen. Most of this week had to do a lot with Flo, and then the end of the week was Zoe and all of them. So let's okay. So let's do the Finn thing then. So Tom, it started on on Monday with Thomas wondering if Vinny switched that test because he's working at the lab in the hospital. And he keeps making these cryptic yeah. messages about, you know, if you ever get back with Hope, just thank your old boys or old man's Vinny or whatever he said. These little cryptic messages. And Thomas is like, well, what are you talking about? Yeah. Do you think he actually switched that test or is there just... Because he keeps saying... I had a hand in it, but not in the way that you think. What does that mean? That's what I'm. That's the part I'm confused about. Because um, he still never really expounded. No, he didn't. I don't remember him. We never got it. So it's still like a yeah. So it's still like a mystery on mm-hmm. what he's talking about. So if I were Thomas, I would go to. I would go to Steffi and Finn and be like, look, there's something going on with Vinny. Um, he keeps making these comments to me like maybe he done something, did something mm-hmm. in those tests. I don't know for sure because he's denying it, but y'all need to get a second test done at another lab somewhere because I don't know that I trust what he's saying mm-hmm. is true. Like if he is, if Thomas is that if he's that mm-hmm. doubtful about it and with the way Vinny is acting, there's no reason why he shouldn't do that. Yeah, for but his here's sister. the crazy thing with Vinny. Vinny is in his feelings about the fact that he feels that Finn is looking down on him just because he's a lab tech and he's a big doctor. And I'm like, where did you get that yeah. from? <laughs> That you know, I was wondering that too because I'm like, is it is is there something going on at the hospital that maybe they're just not you know we just don't see it's mm-hmm. in the background. But then when they showed Finn um, go to the lab for like some other results, he was Finn nice was, to him. You know, he was nice to him. I thought he was gonna walk in there and you know start talking to him all crappy or something like that, but. He didn't. It was all Vinny. Yeah, because Finn was like, hey, that I know was... you. Aren't you uh, Vinny? Are you Thomas's friend? Yeah. Yeah, he was. So it, it, t- it just seems like it's a situation just where Vinny just doesn't like him because every- I don't know. Yeah, like that, that was weird. I, it, I, I it seems like they're trying to write in some type of drama. Because beforehand, I thought Vinny worked at the Bikini Bar. And he did. And he then did. now all of a sudden he worked at the lab. And then... Huh? Yeah, remember remember I said I said he was in school. Vinny was in school in the uh, home right. side. You <laughs> did say that, didn't you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, did, I said that. But I yeah, but it was... I'm just Yeah, it was, it was weird <laughs> because it's like, wait a minute, when he wasn't at Bikini Bar? And then, right. and and, yeah, and I'm not saying, hey, maybe he was putting himself through school, like you said. But, um, yeah, it was just weird. And then he went from telling Thomas, old Thomas, 
you can't be doing this and using your son to get after hope, dude. What's wrong with you? Until now, oh my God, you you need to be with her. She's the person for you. And just thank me if that happens since the baby is Liam. So I'm like, all right, writers. Yeah, so it's like you're basically doing all this because you don't like. And he ain't done nothing to you. Because, see, a lot of people in social media is trying to build a, 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 a dark side to fan. He's just being too nice. Haven't I you know. seen that? Oh, something going on. Yeah, and some ain't right about from. that dude. I know he got something going on. And we haven't seen anything of that yet. Right. I, I think it's those people that don't like that Steffi has um, a good guy now. And she ain't got she ain't mm-hmm. bothered with Liam, and she's got herself a nice a nice person, yeah, guy that doesn't have a past. And Hope didn't get that. Hope is stuck with old Your team old team Liam. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it's just weird to see some of the comments like, "Oh yeah, it's something about him." I don't know what it is, but it's something about him. And I'm like, I have yet to see anything. You know, and then when people were saying, when Vinny was saying what he was saying, people was like, see there, because that, I think it was in two different days. And my, we might have got an early piece of that on Tuesday because we um, mm-hmm. seeing him talk about Finn to Thomas and people was like, see, I knew it was something about him, something going on at the hospital. And sure enough, the next scene comes in and Vinny was, I mean, Finn was nice to him. Right, and that's what when he was um, saying mm-hmm. one at the time is, I was thinking to myself like they better not be going in the, this direction of Vinny having some little uh, dark side to him when nobody else is around. Exactly, right and and they don't like Steffi and all them don't. Yeah, see that's crazy. But, so yeah, I was I was happy that I was happy that that wasn't the case when they did mm-hmm. show him with Vinny. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I know just from uh, you know I like to drop little nuggets um for the next week, but uh, I, something a truth is supposed to come out this week, and Steffi is mm-hmm. supposed to leave town, but Finn is going to try to catch her when the truth is revealed. So whatever that means, it's got to um, be. The it's it's got to be. be the I mean. So, yeah, some interesting, and it looks like it's going to be toward the end of the week. So, we'll just have to keep our eyes out there. And usually the bold and beautiful stories that I talk about is um, the weekly spoilers, whereas for Young and the Restless, it's usually what I see on Monday because we're behind the country of Canada. So, and they do their stuff further ahead. All right. um, Okay. So, did we have anything else? Are we done with them? Uh, yeah, I don't okay, have and then me. let's give we're gonna do flow them like oh, do you wanna do flow now? Um what what oh yeah, let's Okay, do so all of a sudden we get this whole thing where Wyatt is trying his best to fight for flow to be a part of and I know this is getting on your nerves. Trying to fight for uh, Flo to be a part of the Logan family. Because I remember last mm-hmm. week you was like, uh, 
they don't have to have you. <laughs> yeah. Um, you don't like the fact that they accepted her back, or do you think that was a good idea? <laughs> I don't like that it was forced. Okay. I, I think I would have felt differently if um, it was organic. If it was one of the, yeah, if it was one of the sisters that decided that, you know, had a conversation with Flo themselves mm-hmm. um, and then talked to her other sisters and they all decided, like, it's time to forgive Flo or they were, they felt mm-hmm. okay forgiving Flo. I don't like the way they went about it with having Wyatt basically go to Katie and kind of jump down her throat about how they're not including her and their family and how you guys accepted Thomas and and you guys forgave Thomas and Zoe but you can't forgive your own blood um so I I don't like the I don't like the way they went about doing it um that's why I don't like how they accepted Mm -hmm. her back because it went from it went from that conversation with Wyatt and Katie being skeptical about it to then Katie talking to her sisters mm-hmm. who Brooke still seemed mm-hmm. to be skeptical about it. And then all of a sudden they're offering her a job and everything is all good. Like within two days. Didn't nobody talk to Hope. Didn't nobody talk to Steffi and make sure that they were okay with flow being mm-hmm. in their workspace, being in their face every day. So, yeah, I don't like. I don't like the way it happened. I'm not saying that they they shouldn't have um, forgiven her and walked mm-hmm. her back into their family. I just don't like the way. You don't it, like it, the way it went it down. Happened. I don't like the way Wyatt. Yeah, I ain't like all that stuff gotcha. Wyatt did. So that was my whole problem. Yeah. Um. I get the concept of it all, but that girl has done some serious damage. And just because Hope forgave um, Zoe and Thomas at this point, you can't assume that she's going to automatically do that just because she gave them a second chance. You would need to, like you just said, they didn't even talk to them. You need to, why not have them a part of that meeting? Especially Hope. Yeah. You know, if not Steffi, yeah. especially Hope. I mean, she's also a Logan too, and she was the one directly affected. That was her daughter that was kidnapped. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. for them to just automatically, oh, she forgave Zoe and she forgave Thomas. I know she will forgive Flo. Why? Flo had the biggest impact. Tom, like you said this last week, right. the only thing that was the issue with Zoe and Thomas is that they hid the li- they they lied about it. You know, they admitted yeah. knowing what they knew. Flo committed a crime. I mean, she con- yep. she was part of a kidnapping and she committed fraud for all of the paper was that she signed yep. and she took money. She took fifty thousand dollars. You know to. Um, make this thing all, you know, go the way that it did. I mean, she lied saying that she was the mother, the biological mom. You know, she lied about all of that. The paperwork, her signatures, everything. So she barely kept her butt out of jail if it wasn't for Ridge. 
So for them yeah. to automatically assume that of hope, I just think that that was just not, that was so premature. Yeah. In regards to Brooke, um, I mean, Brooke have done some things. I don't know if she did anything at the criminal level. You know, that was her granddaughter that was kidnapped. So she's going to have some feelings about that. You know, I'm not necessarily right. a huge Brooke fan, but, I, you know, with Brooke on this one, I would be look, giving a side eye, too. You know, yeah. I'd be looking at her like, mm, I yeah, I know, that's my niece and whatnot, but, uh, you know, uh, give me give me some time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and again, like like I said last week, this wasn't, this isn't a niece, uh, uh, you know, somebody that you guys like you were you've right. been there Y'all, since birth she just popped in you just met her yeah you just met her mm-hmm. a couple years ago as an adult so it's not like you have some kind of deep connection yeah with her. now katie is still you know i wouldn't be here if it wasn't for her and i think that's the part that's really digging deep with them is mm-hmm. if she hadn't given me a kidney i wouldn't be here standing talking to you and so that's what Donna yeah. came. She was like, you know what? Yeah, you're, like, you're right. Brooke was hesitant. She's giving her a chance. But she is like, okay, yeah, I'm going to give you a chance, but I'm going to deal with you with a long handle smooth. You know? Right. And and, I, and honestly, that's, I think that is appropriate. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with you. Like, nope. do that. She don't have to. Can't push her to do what she don't want to do. Um, right. The other part of this, which was crazy, is Katie offering her a job. And she backpedaled and said, you know, I can't like, really truly is. offer a job. But, I mean, it's like, okay, you should have went to Ridge first instead of putting him on the spot. Right. Because she just come up in that time where they sent her home and then brought her back talking about we want to offer you a job here and I'm looking at Katie like wait a minute <laughs> your name is Logan I understand Logan's have a part but this Forrester creation what are you talking about exactly and then she was like well you know I, I really truly can't just give you a job but I definitely try to talk to Ridge okay what was your thought on that she had no business calling her mm-hmm. and telling her that until it was all like she was given the okay. Like, why would you call her over there? Pretty much mm-hmm. dangle that in her face, but then tell her, "But I gotta check with with Rich first. Why didn't yeah, you do that? That, that was crazy. <laughs> there was just so much in in this whole little incident situation that just didn't make Mm-mm. any sense whatsoever. Yeah. Uh- and I don't get the I don't get why they haven't really they haven't got into this like mm-hmm. storyline. It's been months, and it's like they have crammed um like so, uh, weeks of content into one week mm-hmm. with this storyline mm-hmm. by by for their uh, why asking for the forgiveness. Um, them forgiving her and then her starting mm-hmm. a job there. Like, 
that all didn't need to happen within the span. Yeah, and the thing is, like you say, it, it's been a while since they flow even been on the really on the screen. Um, and a lot of it is predicated to the fact that they spent so much time with Steffi, Liam, and Hope, but bringing her yeah. back is like you say they squeezed all that into one week. Okay, let's give let's make yeah. flow relevant. We're going to. Get her back into the Logan family. We're going to find her a job. Because technically, she didn't have a job. Did she? What was she working? The last place I think she That's worked what was I thought. the yeah. bar. So, you know, it's like, okay, let's speed this up. Kind of like how they speeded up and gave Vinny a job at the lab. It's like, they rewrite the yeah. script so fast. It's like, okay, I got to play catch up. But you also don't forget what happened with what she did. Right. And the same thing when we were saying how Vinny was totally opposite of what he's doing right now. You know, so right. Yeah, as I just think that whole thing was just crazy. I do get I didn't like the fact of not including hope. And I didn't like the fact of her just prematurely yeah. offering a job without even talking to somebody at Forrester. Forrester. Yeah, I think not including Hope was the biggest mm-hmm. the biggest foul. She deserved to to have a say in that. Yeah, because here's the thing. Hope. Now, she working there. Hope come up in there like, what are you doing here? Oh, I work here. You do. Yes. Yeah, and your mom, my, your <laughs> aunt, I mean, um, um, your aunt and your mom and your aunt Donna uh, is accepting me now. And they're going to be looking like, Hope going to be like, oh, really? <laughs> Right. So I feel like because she values her mm-hmm. mom's opinion so much and her aunt's opinions, you think she gonna give opinions in? so much that she's yeah, she's definitely gonna give in. She's not gonna be the one that um that refuses to forgive, especially considering not not that this situation with Steffi is anything near the same thing as what mm-hmm. happened with Flo, like completely different. Um, of course, but hope has always been painted as the the one that always forgives. So, yeah, I have a feeling that she's just gonna she's gonna go mm-hmm. ahead and forgive her. Yep. So, what do you <sighs> think Steffi's reaction is gonna be? Well, she's already. Oh, been that's at true. House. That's true. Remember when? Um, okay, so this, yeah, she's pretty much cool her white now. Affair. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I re- I remember that one scene. I I've only seen them in that one scene. Um, mm-hmm. since the show's been back after the pandemic, and I can't remember why her and Wyatt popped up over there, but I think they they were bringing like oh, Kelly a gift yeah, or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I remember now. Because I remember everybody. Yeah, I remember everybody in the group the next day. Like, uh. How was Flo just popping up over Steffi's house like yeah. it's all good? Yeah, it's just crazy. And I know that even with, because the pandemic is still going on, especially in L.A. And so, you know, mm-hmm. everything is cut cornered and everything because I guess there was a scene or something that Wyatt was supposed to be kissing Flo and he kissed the mannequin and it was so stiff that everybody was calling it out on social media. 
yeah. You know, so yeah, we're it. still in a pandemic on set. So the, a lot of, I guess, the writers are just trying their best to put content the way that it's going and keep these actors safe and, you know, all of this stuff. So, I mean, but I do, it, it's, it's just still look, it's crazy a little bit, so... And his wife doesn't his right wife in real life have blonde hair? Um, Matt, the girl that played Mackenzie, she was actually there in the office one. What, what was she? She. It yeah, was last was week. Last Her week. hair is darker, mm-hmm. so that's probably oh, okay. why. Yeah, I yeah, guess her hair blonde, is a little darker. Flo is blonde, blonde. So, well, at least put a wig have. on her. Instead of that stiff man. Yeah, because that thing, and them, everybody was talking about it. Oh my, I was like, because I guess there are some parts of the country that see it earlier in the day. Because here where I am, it comes mm-hmm. on at 1230 Central Time. And so I was seeing messages on social media like around 1130, 12. And they was like, did you see Wyatt? Was he kissing a mannequin? And I'm like, I'm mm. like, oh, okay. I saw a couple of those. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, we're still in the COVID zone, so they got to protect each other. So, you know, we even saw, I think at one point, Ridge kissed a mannequin, too. Yeah. Mm-mm. Recently? It was a little while back. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yep, because he was trying to kiss Brooke. And they had a a blonde mannequin that he was. I was like, "Wow, y'all tripping on Thomas kissing the mannequin?" <laughs> yeah, I think that was when I'm gonna say that was when mm-hmm. it first came back. I do remember that, and because I remember mm-hmm. also Carter kissing the mannequin. They were, that was on. Uh, but I thought his wife was on set. They were making. Yeah, Lawrence Carter. and Victor. Oh, okay. I'm not saying it wasn't because it was. It was clearly obvious he was kissing the mannequin. <laughs> it was. It was getting made fun of on social media. They were showing that like it was a little. Um, just yeah. that small little clip that but they were you showing. Know what? Were they like listen. They like you know what we got to be safe, but I got to go back to work and make my yeah. check. So i guess i gotta kiss a mannequin to keep myself from getting you know starting a covid connection or whatever you know so all right let's move because we got about 20 minutes left let's move over to um because i know we'll get to talking about zoe and paris now just in case were you um i don't want to were you done with the whole flow thing okay 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 Mm -hmm. yeah so the last piece of this for bold this week was um, Zoe trying to get back in good graces with Carter. And she's begging mm-hmm. and pleading, and I got sick of it because I'm like, look. And they just going around in circles. Carter is saying the same thing over and over and over. And I get it, but I'm like, girl, stop begging him, please. <laughs> I even right. saw it on social media. Yeah. They got sick and tired of folks that sh- Somebody said, I'm tired of Zoe begging. I'm tired of Bill begging. Who else they said? It was mm-hmm. one other person. Liam. Liam. <laughs> so what's your thought on that, girl? Are you sick and tired of the begging? 
Yeah, and mainly because it's not like she got, you know, caught up in some kind mm-hmm. of emotional feeling for mm-hmm. a half a second or one night. Like, this is, Zoe, you've been doing, this has been ongoing mm-hmm. for months. From the moment that they walked in the door, you started mm-hmm. So for months, you have been throwing mm-hmm. hints at Zenday. And then you literally um, propositioned mm-hmm. him. And now all of a sudden, mm-hmm. life. you don't know what you're going to do without him. You love him so much. You don't want to be with anybody else but him. Like just the total, the total flip that she did in two when she seconds. Got caught. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's does it just doesn't feel, it's not genuine. It doesn't feel genuine. Nope. Because so, before Ridge walked yeah. in that door, she was talking about going skinny dipping in the pool, naked exactly. with somebody else in the <laughs> pool. Okay. And and it was like the way she was doing it was so mm-hmm. like playful and just totally disrespectful mm-hmm. to Carter because it wasn't like she was I, I don't feel like she was like grappling with her feelings with this it was totally like you like I want to try this with you mm-hmm. first because I don't really I don't really want to be with Carter but if that's all I have, because me and you don't work out, then that's what I'm going to take. And you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, and she made it so, about when she was talking to Carter. She made it all about the fact of I was hurt by Xander and I was hurt by Thomas, and my. Then she blamed it on her yeah. dad, and who does that to their daughter? And uh, that's why I was so scared to get involved in a relationship with you. But you was about to jump in a relationship with. Zenday, if he had said yes, so were you truly, really afraid to get into her relationship? No. Exactly. That that was exactly what I was thinking the whole time she was saying that. Is no, she did not pull. No, she did not pull that wounded heart. All men have treated me bad. Yeah, and she made it like he was. (laughs) Zenday was just a distraction to keep me from falling for you. Are you serious right now? Right. No, Mm-mm. and if I was a Carter, I'd be like, "Oh, so let me get this straight. You afraid to fall in love with me, but you was okay about to fall in the pool with with him? Come on now, right? <laughs> I mean, and she was aggressive <laughs> in her flirting. Yeah, she was. So it wasn't like yes. She aggressive, was, exactly. Super and it obvious. wasn't like she was because conf- remember she was like, I was confused. No, you wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. You weren't confused at all. You knew exactly, yeah, exactly. what she was doing. She knew exactly what she was doing. So, I mean, for her, it's like you say, it sounds disingenuous. But at the same time, please stop mm-hmm. begging. Let this man go figure yeah. it out. If he want to be with you, yeah. he'll circle back. If he don't want to be with you, you got to stop begging him because it looks pathetic. Yeah. I don't think she's above Mm -mm. being. Well, she's going to get into and blame (laughs) all this on Paris once again this week. Oh, she's circling back to that. So, what do you think about Zenday in Paris? Uh, Zenday looks, in my opinion, (laughs) pathetic right now. I think he's cornered on to 
He's yeah. throwing it on too thick. Because it's like he knows that he mm-hmm. he messed up when it um you know with the whole Zoe thing and now it's like he's trying to do his best to convince parents mm-hmm. that he's really into her. So all of the I it was a that was a crazy scene because he kept, you know, you're so beautiful. You're so pretty. You're so this and you're so that and I designed a dress for you and it's like Yeah, and I got I ordered a You trying way too hard. I'm gonna feed you yeah. and we gonna do and I'm like, dude, you do realize that you were just trying to get with her sister, which is why you originally sent that first text message to stop her from going over to Carter's. Right. So and if yeah. if it wasn't no, if Carter was like, you know what, see you, I don't want to be you, you probably in Paris wasn't in the picture, he probably would be with, with Zoe. Cause he's interested, yeah. but he know now he's in the hot seat. This could blow up his family. Yep. He already got Carter mad at him. He like, no, I'm just gonna cut my losses. Oh, come on over here, Paris, let's chat. Exactly. And do you think she's falling for it? Yep. She definitely is. She yep. sure is. And she's that whole little didn't she she told him a couple of weeks ago, I thought or was that maybe something you said in your flipper script about um I thought she said something to him about how mm-hmm. they had to take things slow mm-hmm. or he's gonna have mm-hmm. to work for her. I forget. Maybe that was just what you said that you wanted her to say. Mm-mm. I don't remember. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what that was, girls. Because we, we have so many. T- <laughs> yeah, I just remember it being something about. I, I remember you saying that you hoped that she didn't like. Yeah, jump that right you know she. And giving Zendaya and that's what, what he it looked like. It's exactly going. He knew exactly what to yeah. say what to do, feed her all this food. She's at the Forrester Mansion. She got this dress. Now, there are some folks that said that even though she looked pretty in it, that dress was not her style. It wasn't. It To me, it looked too... It was, I was expecting, because I mean, I honestly was expecting her to come down with a straight line, something sexy, you know, and I don't mean like a lot of open parts but of the dress out but I'm just saying maybe something slender it's this big you know I don't know it just didn't it didn't fit her personality and her style it didn't at all and and considering that he took the time to say you have your own your own little style your own unique style um she should have come down the stairs in something that was way more like something that would yeah. have stood out. In her yeah, I was expecting something totally different. And that dress to yeah, that dress to me looked like something <laughs> Brooke would put on or Quinn, not not a, a early twenty yeah. something year old young girl with like mm-hmm. a wild. I mean, it's style. not a bad looking dress. It's just not for her. Just not her, yeah, just Mm-mm. doesn't match her personality. No, or her age. I mean, like you say, it would look better <laughs> on Quinn or Brooke. It was a dress, um, you know, maybe a different style, exactly. Or an older so, woman. yeah, I don't know what's going on with the styling over at Bold 
Because I was looking at Zoe's oh, dress yeah. that she had with some big design on the middle of her chest and I don't know, I was like, that's not what was y'all thinking? Yeah. So yeah, that dress to me that dress also looked too old for Zoe. I mean like that look to me that looked like maybe a woman in her mid thirties, forties. Not you a, know who a, designer they need girl. over there. Whoever designs the dress for Sharon and Phyllis. For those girls. Oh, that dress? Yes, that With dress the Phyllis had on this week. Show. Girl, Phyllis always, mm-hmm. that girl has some bad dress. Her and you'll see Sharon with some she nice does. stuff too. Yeah, yeah, they both, I think, have a really good, the whoever style. But somebody does said really that um, Michelle, what's her name? Michelle, um, what's that girl last name? No. Morgan? Michelle, the, the girl oh. played Phyllis. Michelle Stafford. Stafford. Yeah. She has her own stylist. And you can tell because her dresses oh, really? are always different than everybody else on that show. Yeah, she's, she's she stands, stands out. out. And from what I understand, I think she has her own stylist. And I don't blame her. I will want to wear things that compliment mm-hmm. me. So, yeah. and hey, right. on the flip side, on both that's what they need to do because that's stuff that they you know that they put on Zoe and even that they with this dress we talking about now with Paris it's like what what was you thinking by putting that on that girl they both have yeah. nice bodies the so how would you do that go ahead right and the, the way that they yeah. dress too I feel like they always have her in some something that like Covers her, and I know they're trying to do the whole I don't know how to for the future, it. you know, that because that's been carried even when Kim Matula was the previous hope, she kind of dressed similar with this um demeanor. Whereas Steffi was the dresser that had the, the snazziness to it, you remember? So, yeah, but I feel like with Kim Matula, it still looked young mm-hmm. and it still it was still. Cute. Like mm-hmm. it was still cute and complimentary. I feel like with Annika, um, with with yeah, with Annika, it's like they just drape her in fabric, and it's just like all this these random long yeah. like shawls yeah. and cardigans and I, I don't know. Some sometimes it's cute and sometimes it's like yeah. Like, I don't this. know. I mean, again, I know it's. But even still, yeah, I, I'm thinking back before the pandemic, 2019, it was always mm-hmm. the same way, you know. So I can't mm-hmm. pretty much yeah. blame it on what's going on. They've been doing hope like that for a while. Oh yeah, Steffi sure. would be dressed yeah, that's to the nines, you know. She'll have her little cute outfits, but and yeah. that's probably because Jacqueline probably have her own stylist too. But or she styles yeah. her own yeah. stuff because Jacqueline mm-hmm. can pull out some stuff. <laughs> yeah, some so sometimes I feel like mm-hmm. for the most part I do like how she is styled on the show, but sometimes they sometimes she be yeah, that's true. <laughs> sometimes they dress her um, like an older. You know who they body. don't dress like that, Donna. Yeah, Donna always has on. I feel like Donna's dresses look like, um, 
like nice department mm-hmm. store style dresses. Not not that that's a negative thing, but it it looks like you know just some really cute dresses. Right, and that you will go to work store, because so that's what she's at. she's at the job mm-hmm. and we normally see her. So for them to yeah. take the stuff that they're putting, I like I'm telling you that 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 outfit that Zoe, well that they put on um on her, um Kiera. It's, I'm looking at that like, and it's got all these. I think she had like all these beads hanging down on it, and it had this big old weird design and something on the top of the shoulder, the sleeves, and and I'm like, <laughs> why y'all put that on that girl? You know who, you know who else looks really good all the time? It's yes, Claire, Courtney Hope. All even when she was on Bold, she did. Mm-hmm. That dress that she had on this week, I thought was really pretty on her, and it I I thought it brought out like it matched her eyes because I think her her yeah. eyes are green, right? I'm pretty sure her eyes are green because I kept looking at that dress and looking at her eyes, and it was like they matched yeah. each other. That was that she had on like that green and black marbly yeah, design. I really don't dress. have an issue on Young and the Restless. The only person that I see that they maybe need to kind of switch some stuff up because Lily looks good. Sharon looks good with the dresses that they put on her. Um, Mariah. Mm-hmm. Mariah. Was, you know, Mariah but so when it comes to Chelsea and Victoria, it's like these girls got nice you, physiques. Put some of the stuff that you see on yeah. Sharon and Phyllis on them girls. You know what I noticed with Chelsea is she, she wears a lot of um, one sleeve like one like mm-hmm. one arm is sleeveless mm-hmm. shirts and dresses. I don't not that there's anything wrong with it. I just noticed that that's a pattern. Yeah, that's it. true. But Victoria, I mean, uh, but, she yeah. like I said, she has a nice slender uh, physique and whatnot. And it's like, give this girl's a CEO. Have her coming up in their styling and profile. If you got Courtney Hope coming yeah, up so in like there in summer too. too. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. these girls are, I mean, because look like they have a summer um, Hunter King in these loose type things. I'm not saying she needs to wear something tight, but I've never seen something right. form fitting on her. Have you? Yeah, they'll put her in the front. She had okay. one on this week, actually. I noticed it because I thought it was really cute okay. the way the front of it was at the bottom. was kind of like... um it was kind of like a little, but it's not often though, right? Um, high cut, yeah, not all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what you're talking about with the flowy dresses, which I actually like her flowy dresses because okay. they still look young. So you think they should cute. put something like that on, like Zoe and Paris, or else a little who yeah. dresses? Okay, because we don't have a, a or or oh, yeah, hope. hope. I mean, because Amanda yeah. dresses nice, especially when she was playing Hillary. Girl, those dresses was on point. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes, she did. Nice clothes. Yes, she did. I mean, what about Elena? <laughs> um, I think Elena dresses cute. I think she dresses. I feel like her and Lola dress like normal people dress. Like normal I got everyday one for people. you, Abby. Abby is hit or miss. <laughs> there's some. There's some. There's some days Abby can have on a really cute outfit, and some days it's like. Whoa, who's mm-hmm. put that together for you? Yeah, so <laughs> I know we got kind of sidetracked. We down to three minutes. Okay, 
But oh, yeah, okay. so yeah, uh, the whole thing. Zoe needs to stop begging. Carter needs some time. Yes. Zenday needs to yes. go sit down somewhere, and Paris needs some time. You yes. know, and let them figure this whole thing out because, you know, I it's just too fresh. I mean, and then you we did hear Ridge talking to Brooke about it and I was wondering, I'm like, Brooke, you can't say nothing. Not a thing. thing. All you can say is, well, whatever he want to (laughs) do. So, oh boy. Okay. Gosh, we get carried away and time is rolling. All right. So let's do our flip the script. Dang, we got like two minutes. Um, not even that, um, before to cut us off, but, um, Okay. I'll just do the one because I didn't really have okay. a good one for YNR. My bold and beautiful flip the script was when Zenday mm-hmm. and Paris were together. Um, if I was Paris, I would have walked out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you're doing too much. Um, I'll call you tomorrow because this is too much. Right, and you pull, gotcha. you pointed on okay. too thick. And then you know what? Yes. I dropped spoilers to because um, I'm just gonna cut it off here. But I don't, I don't really remember anything off except maybe. You know, um, yeah, but we already talked about that. So, anywho, I enjoyed the show. We got a lot in. We got two hours in almost. So, all right, girls. So, um, I dropped the nuggets for next week. But um, until then, next week would be the week of the 8th through the 12th. And, um, you know, other than that, have a great week. I hope you enjoyed the show. We hope that you've enjoyed this week's episode and enjoyed both parts, part one and two. We do apologize for the break in between the two, which is why we have two parts this week. Look forward to speaking with you next weekend.